Monday evening, February 10th. That can only mean one thing for the sideline junkies. Two-year anniversary. We got the boss here tonight, BJ. What's up, y'all? It's been a long... I heard you You were, you were about to say Tuesday. I heard it. Every, <laughs> everything in your mic wanted to say Tuesday, but you said Monday. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I had to get that together. Uh, sitting here uh, watching Raw on our two-year anniversary. Uh, BJ's on his way home. Um, it, it's been a <laughs> a long two years. Been great. So, what you got to say about it, B? Because I'm at a loss for words right now. I'm so happy. Hey, man, look. When we found out that we could express our opinion on something we love, which is sports and everything that involves sports, whether it's controversy, whether it's on the field, off the field, right? When we found out this was the beginning, so this is two years ago, this is Zcast, not Anchor. This is Zcast. Um, I believe the platform was only available for iPhone and you and whoever else is using Android, we had to figure out another way to get everybody on. The sound quality was garbage, um, but we had a blast. We had fun. Everybody was excited. Um, just getting on there, talking about sports, and, and just knowing that if uh, people listen, they would enjoy it as much as we were doing it. Talking about everything. We talk about everything we watch. Um, and, and we'd be the first to admit we're not experts at you know, NHL or baseball or whatever the case may be. And we're definitely not experts at podcasting. And it's been a it's been a up and down two years. We've learned a lot. We still have a lot to learn. We're still uh, fighting with, you know, just different platforms trying to, to get the smoothest possible podcast the best sound quality where you know it's not a whole bunch of, of noise in the background and different things because we know we're up against a lot of competition and we, we me and KG talk about it all the time once we get our mojo and once we get the sound and and the mics and everything on par yeah it's it's going to be trouble for everybody in our way because we come sideline junkies are coming um, we didn't initially start out as sideline junkies, right, KG? Absolutely right. We started out as out of bounds. And and we changed because uh, the Hibachi himself, the local, Gilbert Arenas, he, I, I don't know if he, he does his own podcast, right? Now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even sure the name of his, the official name of his podcast. I think it's But no, I know he has no, his own. I think it's No Chill, No Chill Gill or No Chill Podcast, something like that. But at, at the time, he was on a podcast called Out of Bounds. Out of Bounds. And we just felt like, um, you know, the names would be conflicting. And so, of course, we weren't, we weren't nowhere near as big as that Out of Bounds podcast, and we still aren't. And then we have a local problem that we really didn't think through, which is um, the sports junkies. The local um, uh, show that comes on 106.7 The Fan. 
you know, we're the sideline junkies, they're the sports junkies. So, and me and KG have thrown out, you know, maybe changing the name again. And, and, and this is all through the growing pains, man. I mean, it's, it's learning, learning the business, learning um, how to talk, how to get your voice right. Because if you go back and listen to our first episodes, it's a lot of, um, 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 it's a lot of that. And we've got a whole bunch better at that, man. Yeah, we got a way, way better at that, way better. Like, we, we've gotten to the point now where it, it's everything just flows. You might hear pause here and there, but everything just flows. Absolutely. And, and you know why that is? No. It's the same. It's the same. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. It's it's the same thing with any other thing. If you want to be great at something, it, it has to have repetitions. When you have repetition and you and see that's you just went real robotic right there. Ah. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, now nah, nah, I got you. Okay, because I'm, I'm driving on 495, so y'all have to excuse this episode because we're not re- re-recording. We, we we doing our thing. We, we celebrating our two years. But what I was saying was uh, um, repetition is your brain's best friend. If you want to be a great shooter, if you want to be a great runner, if you want to be good at writing, if you want to be good at comedy, anything you want to be good at, once you do it over and over again, you train your brain to do it and to do it a certain way. And you, we, we, when we started in the beginning, we could hear the ums and the, the, the pause breaks and stuff. And we kept working and grinding. We're still working and grinding, trying to get, eliminate those things and sound, sound, make it listenable. Now, we're not perfect. We, we, we don't have um, media uh, credentials. We don't have degrees from anybody's university. We're us. And, and I, I, I'd rather be that any day, come off 100% natural, unfiltered, raw, just like we do. Well, yeah. And I agree with that. And I, one thing I will say is... Uh, they say February is the month of love, but I think every month is the month of love because you you got to do something that you love, and this is something that we absolutely love. Um, two years in, many more to go. A uh, lot of things to be rolled out later on this year, and hell, later on this week, later on this month. We got goals and, and things that we got to hit, and it, they'll be rolled out to all the other fellas that are on special assignment tonight. Jim, Junie, Delonte, People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. It's been a hell of a ride, and it's been awesome. I, I went back and listened to our very first podcast on Anchor, which was February 10th, 2018, and that was Myself, Big Jim, and this man right here, BJ. And I had to tell the fellas this morning, I said, I I look back at it and I I had to laugh because we had a lot of fun. And it was just an every Saturday thing. Then it started getting to the point where we were putting shows together during the week. I love it. 
I love that we got a little schedule going down. We got the WrestleManiacs on Saturday. We got Tuesday night flight. We got the Thursday night throwdown. And then sometimes the Friday night flashback. I mean, we got everything. Sunday rise. You know? And it's really good. And I just... I couldn't see myself doing this with another group of guys because it wouldn't work. And the, just the chemistry. So, hey, here's the two years down. Many more to go. A uh, lot of goals to attain because we 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 got a lot to go. And it's a grind. It's a marathon. And one thing about it, the marathon continues. So. Absolutely. Very well said, my brother. Very well said. Well, we're going to go ahead, take a break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to get into a hot button issue only the way that the sideline junkies can. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You're going to want to hear this. All right. Just like that, we are back. Uh, only way we can send off this two-year anniversary episode, it's only one way we can do it, and that's to hit the hot-button topic. Uh, Gail King did an interview last week with Lisa Leslie, and in my opinion, BJ's opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, Snoop Dogg included, she was really out of line with her question and she asked Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant's uh, sexual assault case and has he ever, you know, accosted a woman in a club or anything like that. And Lisa Leslie, who's not getting very much credit for how she stood up for her friend, Kobe, and saying, no, he never did that around me. And to bring up something at th- that time, everybody felt it was inappropriate. Now, let, let, let's put this into perspective. And then everybody, some people feel that the, the response that Snoop Dogg, Lil Boosie, they all gave. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think, I don't know if T.I. said anything, but I know Snoop Dogg, Lil Boosie, they For gave sure, their opinion. Yeah. Yep. And they felt that it was wrong. And Snoop Dogg, he he came for Gail King. And he 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 was right. Everybody said, well, he didn't have to call her that. Y'all went from girl dad to calling her a bitch. Look, you have to understand the emotion behind this. Everybody is still reeling over the sudden death of nine people. And instead of Letting his family grieve, letting his wife, his remaining three daughters, his parents, his sisters, his former teammates, his friends grieve this sexual assault case from 2003 keeps coming up. Now, granted, it's going to come up. It's got to come up. But right now is not the time. And. Anybody saying, well, he shouldn't have called Gail King this, he shouldn't have, 
but the thing is, we're talking about a recent death. The wound is still fresh for fans, basketball fans, Kobe fans, Laker fans, what have you. It's still fresh. So it's going to be a sensitive subject. But then the rebuttal to what Snoop said from Susan Rice is back off. Because her, she got an army that'll come after Snoop. And the wild part about it is you you accuse Snoop of threatening Gail King. Now he did say we gonna come we could come after you. He didn't mean that physically. He meant that social media wise. We can cancel you by organizing on social media. Same way they canceled R. Kelly and they canceled anybody else. Social media is a powerful thing when you got over a million followers. And then you got still got their followers. So taking that that way, but then for Susan Rice to come with a threat like that, like I, I me personally, I'm like, okay, you sticking your nose somewhere where it doesn't belong because as a journalist, you know that line of questioning was wrong, and Gail King comes out with the apology. And if you knew it was wrong, why apologize for it? Because you knew this. Whether they showed the clip or not, you still ask those questions. It doesn't matter about the clip. You still ask those questions. And aggressively, too. Exactly. But then on the flip side, you have Charlemagne the God, who somebody, I'm not even going to hide my feelings. I don't really care for him at all. He's in the same box with Jason Whitlock, Rob Parker, and quite a few other people that I don't care for in the media. But he put up a post that black women are not your enemy. Nobody said black women was the black man's enemy or any man's enemy. Nobody's attacking black women. Gail King was being attacked for that BS piece that she put out there. And she tried to take Lisa Leslie and say, you know what? If I'm going to throw Kobe under the bus, I'm going to throw you too. And kudos to Lisa Leslie for standing up for what she believed in and defending her friend. But the, the, the whole narrative has been changed and flipped around to us not liking black women now because of what was said about Gail King and those of us that agreed with it. I, so let me let me read something. The definition of allegedly. Used to convey something that is claimed to be the case or have taken place, or there there is no proof. This is an alleged rape from 2003. Okay, with devastating facts against the accuser. Now we don't get to drag the accuser's name through the mud because. The, the file is sealed. I'm sure somebody can do some digging and find out her name. Because do athletes put themselves in vulnerable positions? Yes, they do. Is it, is it right for a woman to take advantage of a man because of money and stature? It is not. And it's been happening since the beginning of time. But no one wants to talk about that. Okay? That's a whole nother conversation. Now, 
Gail King and and Oprah Winfrey because they're friends. They have been in the media for a long time. We're not talking about rookies. We're not talking about people who just stepped in. We're talking about top of the line, the cream of the crop, especially when it comes to Oprah, interviewers. So Gail already had this planned out and already knew what she was going to ask Lisa Leslie. And like you said, KG, Lisa Leslie's not going for that that BS at all. At all. Um, but to turn it around now, like you said, Charmelaine and, and, and everybody else and all the other women and black women that now that are offended because now they think that for whatever reason, the attack is on Oprah and Gail King because they're black. It's, it's just the silliest shit I've ever heard in my life. And it proves once again why we as black people can't get ahead because the narrative is always turned to some silly, stupid shit. Always. This is not anything about an attack on black women. Gail King could be white. Gail King could have been Hispanic. That line of questioning was out of pocket. It was absolutely wrong because Kobe Bryant was not convicted of this, this alleged sexual assault. The accuser never wanted to, 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 to testify or speak. And case got dismissed. But here in America, even if the case gets dismissed, you're looked at... Um, as whoever accused you as. You look at that as a rapist now. There were people that took to Twitter after Kobe Bryant died. And, and mind you, he has an old, older daughter that, that's, that's, that's probably all over social media. His wife. They get to see tweets saying he was a rapist and he deserved to die anyway. Or that's just karma catching up with a rapist. Nothing is proven. Brian Banks NFL career ruined because of an allegation that wasn't true. That he raped a girl at a party. She got a settlement amount. I think KJ, did she call him or email him or text him, whatever she did to say that she was wrong or whatever. And, and, and I think that's how they found out. And they ordered her to pay the money back that she got. Right. Now, and, and don't get me wrong. I have four girls now. I see. Hold on. Let me count. Make sure. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, four girls that I'm responsible for. Okay. So I don't want anybody saying you're insensitive to women or any of that dumb shit. I don't want to hear it. Okay. But rape and Men with money and high stature go hand in hand. And, and, and it's gone on way too long in this country. Just, just anything, period. Men have to stop putting themselves, stop putting themselves in position to, to, to be in those positions. Men think with the wrong piece sometimes. A lot of times. And you you catch some of these women, just like the the um, what just happened in Miami, the uh, Super Bowl. You get 
all all those strippers and different things that went down there for the Super Bowl. You 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 think they were just dancing for dollars? If you do, you need a reality check. Wait, wait, wait. You know what they had down in, in, in Miami for Super Bowl weekend? What's that? They had a million dollars in ones in the club. Like they cut the floor, they threw they made sure it was a million dollars thrown in ones at one I club. That. I saw that. And then the sad the sad clip of the strippers stuck at the airport. Did you see yeah. that? Hmm? But my thing is, it's just like one which really pissed me off is the whole attack on black women thing and this Susan Rice thing. It's just like, baby girl, if Uncle Snoop says she a a raggedy dog face ass bitch. That's what she is. Cause I'm rolling with Uncle Snoop. Absolutely. And KG can attest to my feelings towards Kobe Bryant coming up. He was not one of my favorite players. So well, this isn't wait, wait. I I said the same thing in my Kobe tribute for three years, maybe four. I couldn't stand them because I couldn't stand the Lakers. I hated the Lakers. Absolutely the Lakers. hated the Lakers. Absolutely hated the Lakers. Couldn't you stop know, I was in ESPN, ESPN zone in D.C. when the Trailblazers lost that lead. And I remember all – were you there too? I believe I was. You know I what? Re- no. No, I was off that night. I was home. Okay. I remember all the Lakers fans because the Trailblazers had a nice lead. Fourth quarter, I remember all the Laker fans just being, people were leaving. Laker fans were quiet, and then all of a sudden, the damn roof came, was coming off because the Lakers came back. And I'm walking around eating crow because I've been yipping and yapping trailblazers all night. And the Lakers came, I hated the Lakers. They were dominant. They had one of the most unstoppable forces in the history of basketball with the Diesel Shaquille O'Neal. Then they had this young man that wanted to be Michael Jordan so bad. And they had the perfect cast of A, B, and C players to help fill that roster. Robert Orr, Rick Fox, Derek Fisher, uh, Eldon Camp. Then they had Eldon Campbell. No, I don't think the Big Easy was there then. He wasn't there then? Who was, who was the, the backup forward then? Uh, we'll pull it up. We'll pull it up. I, I, that's, I, I'm just trying to think of names that was on that team. Uh, Robert Ory. Did I say Robert Ory? Yeah, you did. Okay, okay. Well, my mind escapes me. I just had a birthday. I'm almost 40, so you got to excuse me. But to, to try to drag Kobe Bryant through the ground, through the mud, after him and his daughter and seven other people just perished, and after the work he's doing, and one of his really good friends are telling you that he, he wasn't that person. From an alleged, alleged assault, alleged, alleged. People need to get that word through it. Alleged means they're not sure if it happened. So, okay, uh, hold on before you go on. All right, go ahead. The roster, the roster stands like this. Kobe at the at the two, mm-hmm. Derek Fisher at the one, mm-hmm. Rick Fox at the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Robert Ory came off the bench, but they started either Devin George, Robert Ory. They had AC Green, Ron Harper, 
Travis Knight. Ty Lue was on that team. He was on injured reserve for the playoffs, though. Okay. Of course, the Diesel in the middle. You had Glenn Rice that started at the three sometimes. Okay. John Sally and Brian Shaw. John Sally is who I – I was trying to remember who the, the elder Ford was. It was John Sally. Mm-hmm. John Sally. And, and, and they won – they won – they three-peated, right? Yeah. So, yeah, they – they Three different rosters. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They may have had a couple of different pieces here and there, but the, the mainstay of characters, Shaq, Kobe, uh, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox – and I think Devin George is there for all three, wasn't he? Uh, hold on. This is when we need. This is when we need Jim, cause Jim could tell you. Yeah. yeah. Cause so, yeah. I I remember I didn't like Devin George at all. I never so, liked Devin George. He, he because he wore a Laker uniform. That's why. That, that that's why. <laughs> yeah. He, he he won three championships. Yep. So you know that that team was dominant. Um, I absolutely. I remember when the Spurs beat them in the. Uh, I don't know if it was the semis or the West Finals. I could, I, man, I was yelling all through the house when the Spurs took them down. I was yelling when the Detroit beat them in the finals. I loved it because I hated the Lakers. Exactly. So, but yeah, it, it's it's just sad that you know it, this whole thing. One, Gail Gail King was wrong. Oprah, let's go back to Oprah a little bit. Oprah is wrong for the documentaries and stuff. She was. She's done, and, and she that she is doing was trying to do. I think she dropped out of the Russell Simmons one. Um, so it's just like you see this attack as a black man. I see this attack on black men. Are they wrong? Yes, some of them are dead, dead ass wrong. But we have white counterparts that are not being held to the same standards. And for Gail King to do what she did. It, it was it, to me, in my personal opinion, is what she wanted to do. It was no pressure from that. She's saying the network didn't air the clips like she wanted them to. That means she wanted to ask those questions because if she had morals and like, um, what's her name, Jamel Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she had morals and it was like, look. Either I'm going to say what I want to say or I have to leave. I, I think your buddy has her own network. Oprah, Oprah Network? Yeah, own. Yeah, can't she give her a job? Uh, She already has a job. Gail had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Gail has a show on own. Okay. I mean, but, you know, so it's, 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 so we're not talking about, you know, oh, I was forced to ask these questions. These are questions she wanted to ask. So, you know, I'm riding with Snoop and Boosie and everybody else. Fuck Charmelaine, um, the hell with uh, Susan Rice. So yeah, you know, um, it, it is what it is. But don't drag somebody through the mud for something that you can't confirm that was done or not. That's now, my thing. And I, I'll say this: I feel the same way you feel. And even though I feel that way, I'm still a girl dad. I still love my daughters, but my daughters know for a fact that you can't run around. Number one, you never talk ill of the dead. That's number one. Number two, for and and some somebody say, well, why they not dragging the Washington Post writer like that too? Oh, we dragged her too. We dragged her something fierce here in DC. And 
and I'm glad I'm glad you said something. Uh, what's his name? Michael Eric Dyson came out with that whole thing, and I agree with some of what he was saying. Some of what he was saying was playing into the whole attacking black women thing, which I thought was bullshit. Um, but I don't expect anything less from a white reporter. So you know, I, I expect more from my black counterparts, my African American counterparts. I expect way more because the way we've been portrayed in the media, the white media, and I don't want to sound like Umar Johnson on the spot sideline junkies, but the way we've been portrayed has always been bad. We always, we always get the, the bad side shown of us. We're thugs. We're, we're, you know, we're going to rob you. We're going to take your purse. You know, we do all that dumb stuff. You know, and then when it's good, good stuff being done or, or good deeds or anything, there's not a camera in sight. So we already know the media is biased. So I just, like I said, Mike, Michael Dyson, I just didn't like when he shifted gears and then we can't attack these black women. Not attacking black, we're attacking to somebody that was wrong. That's who we're attacking. Exactly. And to, to, to shift the focus that we're attacking a black woman. It didn't matter what color she was. Wrong is wrong. Now, I'm going to say this. We weren't in the hotel room when what allegedly happened. Now, Kobe admitted that he, 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 he had sex with the girl. The girl, and they got witnesses. And witnesses testified that said the next day she was walking around bragging about having sex with Kobe Bryant. And describing a sexual encounter, how much she liked it. And then... But none of that gets brought up. Not, none of it. But then somebody told her, you need to go to the police. When she goes to the police, they do a rape kit. Once the rape kit comes back, they find multiple DNAs in her panties. Oh, man. But, that, but, but none of that came up in the Gil King interview, huh? Not, none of it. Now, was Kobe wrong? Yeah, he, he was... He was that's a married man. You know, unless you're, you know, you're in that type of relationship, you're a swinger, or you have an open sexual relationship in your marriage, yeah, you're wrong. And he admitted that he was wrong. He reconciled with his wife. You know, they were going to file for divorce. And, you know, they reconciled, and they, they were together, what, close to 20 years? Yeah. And, but that's the thing, and nobody's thinking about that. Uh, and not only that, when he died, so many black women came out and said, well, it's good he died because he didn't marry a black woman. He married a Hispanic woman. <laughs> and yeah. nobody wants to talk about that, though. And I, yeah. I, I'm, not the, I'm not defending Kobe Bryant. Oh, I'm not goodness. defending anybody. But nobody wants to talk about that. Like, how do you wish death on somebody because they didn't marry who you wanted them to marry? Like, I heard somebody say, well, Kobe ain't never do nothing for the black community. Why can't you die? Why is it an athlete's job to take care of you? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, same way people say, well, Barack Obama didn't do nothing for black people. He wasn't black people's president. He's our president, but he was America's president. Exactly. He had and to go hell and high water to get done what he did get done. And don't get me wrong, I had that mindset for a long time. Like I said, you got to grow and mature. 
you know, people, people, you know, felt the same way about Michael Jordan, you know, but it's the thing is this man, these people, I'm not just going to sing on anybody. These people work their asses off to be the best in their profession and they're being compensated for being the best in their profession. They don't owe anybody a goddamn thing. Now, if they want to go back to, to, to the community they grew up in, the neighborhoods they grew up in, just like Michael Jordan uh, went back to Charlotte and opened a, a healthcare thing, and he's done, you know, he's giving back this, that, and the other. That's their choice because that's their money they made. You were not with them at any part of their journey to get to the point they were at. So they don't owe you a damn thing. So anybody that thinks that, and for the women that were saying that Kobe didn't marry a black woman, man, get a life. Get a whole entire life. Because you you out here with a man that can barely read, read at third grade level with his finger underneath the words, and you worried about who Kobe Bryant married. Get out of here. You know, that's the thing that bothers me. I'm not going to sit around and wait for Michael Jordan to roll up and his Lamborghini Marcialago and say, here, here's a job or here's $3 million. Go start a company. I'm not looking for that. I'm trying to do it on my own. And to sit around and wait for an athlete a superstar, a millionaire to come save you. You are already behind. What are you doing to save yourself? That's I can't stand when people say that. Well, he ain't do nothing for the hood. How do you know? Are you with him 24-7? Are you his accountant saying, okay, he didn't get money here. He didn't get money here. Oh, no, he didn't get no money here. Come on now. You hating from outside the club and you can't even get in. People love regulating other people's money. Exactly. If you, put, if you put that same effort and determination into getting your own bag, you'll be so much better off. But you know something, Grandma used to say. She said, "If you take six months, six months of the year to mind your own business, and the other six months to leave everybody else's alone, the whole year gone." That's not my business. What Kobe, Michael do with their money? Like somebody brought it to me. Oh, Michael Jordan owns jails. So I did the research. Wrong Michael Jordan. (laughs) Wrong Michael Jordan. Oh, no, it's not. That's because they got Jumpman and they got Jordans in there. I said, guess what? If I can give a a, a prison free apparel and I can write it off on my taxes, uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Because, okay, you did wrong. What, you going to go to jail so you can get Jordan swayed? Is that, that's why you're going to go to jail? And that's the thing, another thing that I said. I said, everybody, even if Michael Jordan did own jails, you don't build jails just for black people. Jails are built for anybody that commits a crime. Black, white, Hispanic, uh, European, Canadian. It doesn't matter. If you commit a crime, a jail is made for you. I don't care what Michael Jordan owns. What he eats does not make me shit. All in all, number one, you got to stop looking for celebrities to help you out. 
and give you a handout. Number two, what Gail King, Oprah, what they're doing, period, is absolutely wrong. What, what, uh, leaving Neverland pissed me off because Oprah was supposed to be Michael Jackson's friend. He's came on your show so many times and your ratings went through the roof because of him. And what you're telling me is now you're doing leaving Neverland with some kids that admitted that they their parents put them up to it and they lied. Come on. Just come on. I mean, you even got Bill Cosby tweeting from jail over this. Come on. Enough is enough. And people are questioning if that's really Bill Cosby or not. It's his spokesperson. It's his official Twitter page and his official Instagram, but it's his spokesperson. Okay. So they they speaking to him through jail and they're tweeting it out. Allegedly. He's in jail for allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. And this is this is and this is what I was alluding to earlier. It's just dangerous to be a man. Because at any point, if you become rich and famous, who's stopping who from coming out the woodwork now in today's society and say Oh, he touched me in 2007. Yeah, and it's 2047 now. And, and, and now the authorities are looking to lock you up for something they can't even prove. So, I don't yeah. know. I, I just see um, people of my color going to jail for this stuff and then people of the other color not going to jail and still having a life. I, I, I That's what I don't understand. And you know what? I'm we we going hot button, so I'm gonna say it. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, 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 whatever the hell his damn name is. John Travolta, Elvis Presley. Um, Elvis Presley but, was a pedophile, but he's yeah, still I mean, Donald he's Trump. regarded as a, a sex offender. He, he, he come on, and, and he's admitted it. Elvis Presley was messing around with Priscilla when she was what 12, 13? He was a grown man. Come on. But now, but the thing is, everybody's saying, well, Jay-Z started messing with Beyonce when she was 17. Uh, No, he did not. He was messing with, uh, uh, I think he had a thing with uh, Quincy Jones' daughter. Because they used to, him... Aaliyah, Quincy Jones' daughter, Dame Dash, and um, Kate Hudson, all of them used to hang out together. So I'm like, Beyonce wasn't even in the mix of that at that time. Just, but it's always something. And one thing I will say, if we ever blow up to the point where uh, <laughs> we, 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 we on a national stage, a worldwide global stage. Anybody comes out the woodwork saying I did something to them, you know they lying. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> That's another one. Woody Allen. Another ben, pedophile. Ben Affleck, Ben accused. But that's what I'm saying. Dustin Hoffman, Jeremy Piven, all these all these are Oliver Stone, Steven Seagal. 
All these men, Louis C.K. <laughs> so it, it's a list of. Uh, I, I don't have it. I don't have any more energy for it tonight, man. I really don't. Yeah, but that's how we kicking off year number three. Hot button issues, not running away from anything. Uh, we 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 gonna be back. If you got anything, and I do mean. KG, where you go, bud? You can hit us up on. Uh oh, there we go. I I think I lagged out for a minute there, but if you yeah, got you anything, did, to... you did lag out for a minute. Yeah, you did. Okay. Anything to say? Two four zero five three two five four seven seven. Leave a message. Leave your name. You don't have to leave a contact number. Just leave your name and whatever message you wanna you wanna leave as far as this episode, any past episodes or future episodes. You can also send the email sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. We 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 not we not playing around. It's 2020. We all grown here. Everybody's got an opinion. So we we expressing ours, and that's how we feel. And th- when I say we, that's how KG and BJ feel. We can't speak for Delonte, Junie, Don, uh, uh, Jim, Allen. We can't speak for those guys because they're, they're not here. See, that's the thing. They're not here to defend themselves. So we can't speak for them. We're speaking for ourselves. This is our opinion. And before we get out of here, BJ, you said something a little earlier. And you said you didn't want to sound like uh, Umar Johnson. That's another one. I can't stay. He not even in the media, but I can't stand him. He's a fraud. <laughs> I, I know you can't, bro. I know you can't. So um, we're going we gonna to tiptoe out of here. We need to come back tomorrow with a uh, – tomorrow Wednesday with a D.C. sports rundown, talk about uh, the latest Redskins drama, the Washington Wizards, the Capitals, talk about the uh, D.C. defenders kicking off the XFL. Got the lot uh, – we got some – we're gonna have a nice little show on our, our DC sports rundown. We got a we got a couple of things we got to do personally. Um, uh, events coming up the next two days, but we'll we'll be here. Yes, indeed. And we got good news coming on uh, DC sports rundown. I'm just waiting for it to really be official, so I can be like, okay, we turning the corner. So stay tuned for that. Hey, that's it, baby. Yep. That's BJ. I'm KG. Happy anniversary, brother. Same to you, man. Let's 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 keep it going. Let's let's let them know who we are, and um, keep these shows and content coming. Cause we we gonna be on YouTube, Instagram, TV. You gonna get tired of seeing us. Yeah, indeed. So that's all our time. We are out of here. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.